I just love the creative aspects of it all, just being able to create products and garnishing, making the window look pretty. It's just always so relieving in the morning. My dad and uncle and some other family members were butchers and there was always that little side of me that, you know, I want to be like my dad. We absolutely have a passion for celebrating young talent on Dirty Linen and today I am super excited to celebrate two rising stars in the world of butchery, newly qualified butchers Carly Gazzola and Polly Sajavka both work at Canning's Butchers in Melbourne. They've just completed their apprenticeships and I thought it was just too good an opportunity to miss to have them on the show. We're going to speak to both of them but starting with Polly. Uh, Polly, welcome to Daddy Linen. How are you going? Thank you for having me. I am thrilled to be talking to you. Uh, Tell me, what drew you to butchery? Look, um, I think Carly and I can both agree with it just falling into our paths. Um, it was my second job growing up and I just loved it from the start, making sausages as a counterhand and then just falling into an apprenticeship. And what do you like about it? I just love the creative aspects of it all, just being able to create products and garnishing, making the window look pretty. It's just always so relieving in the morning. That's so good. (laughs) And tell me about your apprenticeship. Like, what does it involve? So it involved, we got visited by our trainer once per month. um, And it was just a lot of, not more so practical than theory. um, And we, yeah, just mainly on-site trained. Okay. And how long did it go for? Um, It took us both about two years and a half, I'm pretty sure. Maybe just on two years. Wow. And was there something about it that was particularly tricky to learn? Um, I think definitely beef was my hardest (laughs) achievement, which we only just finished, um, just because it was hard for us to get it in store and it's such a big piece of meat um, and it's just hard labour. Yeah. I mean, what do you, what's the sort of, I mean, what do you do? Like, is it, is it just simply the physical labour? Is it knowing where, how the muscles run? Like, what is it that makes it tricky? Definitely how the muscles run is very, I mean, between pork, lamb, beef, any animal, it's very similar. So knowing those cuts was easy, but it's just the labour for me personally. I'm a very small female and just lifting huge pieces of meat was so difficult for me. But we, you find ways around it and it's just, exciting to being able to do that. Mm, I mean, I imagine that, that, you know, the physical labour side of it would be something that would, you know, make some women think twice about whether it was the right work for them. I mean, how has that side of it been for you? And, and did you, could you encourage other people who perhaps weren't, you know, the full weightlifter vibe to get into butchery as a career? Oh, absolutely. I mean, everyone's there to help you. We've, we're in such a great company for that. Um, I... Like, I just think it's so fantastic that we're able to get, I mean, our, sorry, our butchery is mainly boxed meat. So we can lift those boxes and we can create beautiful things with that meat. Um, And look, at the end of the day, it's not that heavy and you just work on it as you go. You grow muscles that you never knew you had. (laughs) (laughs) And is it more about like skill and finesse than brute strength anyway? Definitely, 100%. It's attention to detail that really matters. Ah, I love that. I mean, what kind of 
detailed cuts or preparations do you enjoy doing? I mean, personally, like when you face off the fat on a steak and you make it look presentable and you make it look like a really nice steak, um, that's kind of my most satisfying thing to do in the window. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I love that. There's nothing like a a beautiful butcher's window. Um, Mm. Yeah, you can just imagine all the meals that you could create looking at that produce. That's, yeah, really really nice. Um, Do you have... If someone gives you a job, you know, are you like, oh yeah, I love doing that one. I love that. That's so satisfying. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, personally, I love. Um, every second Wednesday, we get whole lambs in, and it makes me feel just really good and accomplished by the end of the day because it's such a big job, and yeah, it just feels good. Yeah, love yeah. that. And tell us about Cannings for people who don't know um, Cannings as a as a butcher. What what's special about it? Yeah, so we're mainly inner city Melbourne based. Um, we're a free range and ethical butcher. Then we were recently B Corp certified, so we're the only butcher in Australia that is B Corp certified, which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, we just create so many products. We have new products coming out all the time, and yeah. I mean, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because, I mean, a lot of people, I guess, have ethical and environmental concerns about eating meat. Do you, how does that all stack up for you? Um, personally, I wouldn't eat meat from anywhere else. Um, I'm really big on the taste that it brings. Like, it tastes so much better than any meat that you can get. And the environmental concerns for me really matter, I guess, just because I know so much about it. Um, and I just, I care for the environment and how it's sourced. Mm. And what about, I mean, you said you're into flavour. What kinds of um, meats or cuts do you love to cook and eat yourself? Yeah, I'm really big into the slow cooking cuts. So lots of shoulder, ribs, all of that. I just love it all just because you put so much work into it. It makes the house smell, the whole house smell amazing. And it just tastes so good and so just tender and beautiful. Yeah, for sure. And what about, I mean, you said you love breaking down a lamb. Do you love eating lamb? I mean, I'm just thinking beautiful slow-raised lamb yeah. shoulder or shank. So are you all about that or absolutely, do you like beef? Or do you- Lamb's probably my favourite. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And what's what lamb dish would you do you want us all to know about? Probably just a braised lamb shoulder, if I'll be honest. I think nothing beats it. Yeah, you can't really go wrong. Yeah. So, um and now that you've be, you've qualified, I mean, does your role change at all? Do you have different things that you're able to do in your work? Not entirely. Um, I've pretty much been doing the same thing throughout my whole apprenticeship, apart from having a few more requirements. Just um, I can now have an apprentice under me, which I'm really excited for. Hopefully I can get one soon. But apart from that, not really much. <laughs> Oh, that's that's great. I mean, do you feel like you, you'll you be in a good position to pass on some of the skills that you've learned? Yeah, absolutely. I have a few girls at work actually that are really interested and I would love to be able to teach them and it would just mean so much to me. Oh, that's so awesome. And I imagine that your knives are, you know, like your best friends. Have you got a favourite knife that you can tell us about? <laughs> I do actually. I have my um, trimming knife. It's a 10-inch steak knife. Um, it just, I don't know, <laughs> just something about trimming the meat with it. It's really easy and it's just always sharper than all the other knives. 
<laughs> and you, I guess you're pretty good at sharpening knives as well. Yeah, I'm a little bit slack on them sometimes um, if I'm out of time. But yeah, no, the, in the apprenticeship, our trainer, Shelley, was very, very big on us having sharp knives. Yeah, fantastic. And if someone at home was thinking, oh, I want to have a go at breaking something down, like what's a good beginner, I don't know, is it a, is it a chicken? Is it a some sort of, I don't know, like um, primal beef cut? Like what would you recommend people sort of train themselves up on? Look, really breaking down a chicken, like it's you learn where the legs, breast, wings are and you it's so easy to joint a chicken as well. So it's definitely something you could do at home. And there's so many YouTube videos out there. Um, I know I watched a lot in preparation to breaking beef. So it's, yeah, it's all out there. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and what do you wish people knew about butchery? Um, personally, just the labour and how many hours we do work and that it is such a hard job. I know around Christmas time, at the minute, people are stressed about their own Christmases, but they don't really see what goes on behind the scenes. Yeah, for sure. So you'd like some, I guess, appreciation? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit of that. But I know some, most people do, but sometimes you get the odd customer that's not very. <laughs> oh, um, thank you so much, Polly, for chatting to us. I might um, let you rest up and work, you know, think about the next cow to break down and we'll pass um, you over to Carly. Thank you so much for chatting to us today. And, yeah, congratulations for qualifying and good luck with, um, yeah, the, the year to come. Thank you so much. So, Carly Gazzola, congratulations to you as well on completing your apprenticeship and launching into a qualified career. Um, tell me what got you into butchery. Thank you. Um, yeah, I sort of started my first job at a butcher shop um, while I was at uni. I'm just doing a couple of days a week and then um, moved on to Cannings and had other butchers just teaching me the odd thing here or there and I thought I know so much already I might as well just do an apprenticeship. <laughs> oh, so interesting so I mean you obviously had other career aspirations if you were studying at uni like what was it about butchery that sort of drew you away from your studies your other studies? Um, well my dad and uncle and some other family members were butchers and there was always that little side of me that, you know, I want to be like my dad and um, <laughs> I sort of fell into it and I just thought I'm just going to keep going with this. Like I just loved it. Everything's just so great about it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Was I mean, if you've seen other butchers in the family and now you're working in I guess quite a progressive butcher shop do you have you seen things change in the industry over the years oh yeah definitely not personally myself because obviously I'm quite a bit younger than my pet my dad but you know he does tell me all the time that how different things were um especially like for us he'd tell me oh you know things like lamb shanks or beef marrow bones like I, I couldn't give them away to people but then there's us here now it's like we don't have anything to spare we it, it's so different there's so much demand now for things that there wasn't before that yeah it's just it's phenomenal yeah that's so interesting I remember talking to butchers about pork belly as well it's like they couldn't give it away and now it's yeah a pretty trendy cut it's really interesting the way things change isn't it yeah definitely what kind of other trends are you seeing like what are people really loving at the moment um 
people love things like beef cheek or, you know, anything that sort of popped up on MasterChef, you know, that week or the week before and everyone will come in and will know that there's been some sort of recipe flying around because everyone's getting the same thing. Um, it, it's quite funny how that happens. But beef cheek has definitely um, come up quite a bit. Yeah, interesting. And through your training, what were some of the most challenging things to learn? Um, not to toot my own horn, I, I was quite good at picking things up quite quickly. Um, there were some aspects of breaking down lamb that took me a little bit longer than everything else. It was just like this one little bone that I couldn't quite manage to get my knife around and it took me months to be able to get it off like off the leg and when I finally did it was just so satisfying and like good on you that's great which part of the leg is it oh just on the chump there's like this other little bone that's sort of stuck to it you get your knife between it and you can just slice it right off love that that's so yeah so interesting what other things are there about butchery that perhaps you know someone like me wouldn't know um what, what would you like people to know about what you do um Oh, probably sounds really silly, but like I feel like a lot of people don't realise that that it is a trade and there's there's really a lot to know. Like we've got to know the whole anatomy of the animal and I just feel like a lot of people don't actually realise that there's a lot of um, stuff to know about it. There's a lot of studying to do um, in terms of where everything is and what you've got to cut and what does what what muscle does what and yeah just the anatomy is just it's incredible yeah right I mean does it uh, does it make you sort of appreciate the way mammals and, and poultry are put together oh definitely sometimes I'll be looking at something I'll be like wow we must have that muscle too and like I've never even thought about it like <laughs> so strange yeah, it, it is really interesting. Sometimes if I'm trying to work out where a cut of beef comes from, I'll think about yeah my own body and where it would fit. So it's yeah, it's quite an interesting <laughs> um, thinking about those synergies and connections, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, it was great to hear from Polly and, and also yourself, obviously young women in the industry. Do you find that there are a lot more girls coming through? Um, we've got like quite a few females coming through cannings. Um, when I... When I started at Cannings, there was only one female apprentice before me. Um, but now now I think we've got maybe three after me and Polly. But, yeah, they're coming through, which is really great to see. Yeah. That's fantastic. I mean, what do you think of it as a career and as a lifestyle? Um, it, it can definitely be hard work. Um, like Polly was saying, it can be some pretty hard physical labour sometimes. But, um, you know, it, there's, it's really great socially as well, getting to know all your customers and especially your regulars. They come in, you know, every few days, every week. It's really great to just, like, be involved in the community as well. Yeah, that's really nice. I mean, are there customers... I'm just sort of imagining there's some, I don't know, little old lady who wants her eye fillet trimmed just so. I mean, do you have, like, special requests like that? Oh, yeah, definitely all the time. It's it's great to be able to make sure that we've given everyone, like, exactly what they want um, just to see, like, how appreciative most people are. It, it, it's really fulfilling. Mm. 
It sounds really satisfying. What are some of the great requests that you've had? Oh, gosh. <laughs> Something, one of my favourite things is when someone will come in and ask um, for us to make a spit up for them. So they'll bring in their rod and we'll um, put on whatever they want, whether it's pork, chicken, lamb, and we make it up for them. We wrap it up and it's just like this great big sort of, um, well, to spit. But um, it, it's impressive to look at. So when we hand it over to them, they always see their face light up. That's that's one of my favourite things. Oh, that's so amazing because yeah, you can just imagine the event that they're going to have and all the joy that is going to be, um, yeah, transmitted through your your craft. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Yeah, so nice. Um, and we heard from Polly about the approach of cannings using free range and ethical meats. Can you can you tell us about your sort of ethical approach to butchery? Is that an important thing to you? Yeah, definitely. Um, it, it's definitely important to me um, as much to Polly to make sure that uh, we know exactly what's going on with the animals coming from the pasture straight to your plate like it it's for everyone that's very conscious of what they're eating and how they're contributing uh yeah it's fantastic to know that we've got a company that cares so much about the animal and um carly what are some of your favorite meats or cuts to cook and eat yourself my favorite um, steak is probably a ribeye. I absolutely love it, but I do love a slow cook as well. Brisket is definitely up there for me. Mm, yep. How do you love to do your ribeye? Ribeye? I like my ribeye medium rare, just nice on the pan, delicious with some, some veggies and salad, my favourite. Yeah, fantastic. Um, and so what do you see happening in the future? What are your aspirations? Um. Uh, you know, I'll, I'm going to stay with cannings for quite some time, but uh, my dad's always putting the offer out there to go off and have our own little family business. So that might be on the cards one day, but <laughs> I'm not too sure for now. Definitely stay with cannings. I just I love working there. Yeah, so great. And can you? Is there something that you know you still want to learn? Like something that you'd love to get better at? Oh, there, there's always room for improvement. Room for me to learn. It, it's it's really just so valuable when I've got um, another older, more experienced butcher come through. Um, we've got a few at Cannings who have taught me quite a lot, like different ways to do things. And I just feel like their experience is just so valuable. It's just really great to work with those those people. Mm, and do you have a favourite knife? Uh, my five-inch boning knife is my favourite. <laughs> <laughs> and why do you love that one? Easy to use, easy to handle, always very sharp, gets the job done. <laughs> awesome. And, Carly, if we're thinking about barbecuing over summer, what would you recommend we look out for at Canning's? Um, Ivanhoe store, we've got some delicious sweet and sour pork skewers, got some nice capsicum, pineapple, red onion on there. Um, and snags, always a favourite. Love it. Sounds absolutely wonderful. Well, thank you so much to you and to Polly for chatting to us today. It's just, yeah, really amazing to celebrate your achievements and to just think about how far you're going to go in butchery. Rose, thank you so much for your time, Danny. 
This is Dirty Linen and I'm Danny Vallant. We air the issues that the hospitality industry finds hard to talk about, hearing from different people with unique perspectives. We want to hear from you as well. If you have something that needs to be said about a topic, get in touch so we can include your perspective. Contact us at dirtylinen at deepintheweeds.com.au or hit us up on Insta at Dirty Linen Podcast. We can't wait to hear from you.